What's up, my friends? Welcome to another edition of the Chop Shop Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me this week. And this past weekend was Mother's Day. I hope that you were able to celebrate with your mother, with with women who are motherly to you, your grandma, maybe your aunt, uh, somebody. I hope you were able to honor and celebrate a beautiful mother that's in your life. Um, I did. I got to celebrate quite a few different mothers in my life. And uh, we had a great, great Sunday. The weather was kind of warm and then it kind of like cooled off in the in the uh, evening. So it was, it was kind of a weird weather day. But again, spent time. I hope you had a great time. We did. Um, I, you know, I, I always like to kind of share some stories about my kids and some funny things they do, some some things I find awesome, some things I find cute, some things I find uh, frustrating, if you will. <laughs> I mean, um, so, you know, my son, Mateo, and actually today is going to be a little bit Mateo-centric because he's he did a couple of funny things this week. But here's the first one. This is a little bit more on the cute side. You know, as a dad, sometimes, you know, we like to you know, have those special moments with our kids too, you know, where, uh, you know, we get a hug, we get a kiss, we cuddle with our kids, we get to have those cute little moments with our kids. Um, you know, sometimes kids like to do that stuff with their mom. Sometimes they like to do it more with their dad. Um, so for Mateo, like, uh, you know, usually he's, he's kind of cute. Like he likes to cuddle sometimes, like if we're watching TV or a movie, He'll say, oh, I'm going to go sit with my dad. And he'll just come right up next to me and, and snuggle up next to me and uh, makes me feel all warm inside. Makes me feel good, right? Uh, like, oh, my kid actually likes me today, you know? So, um, but what's been happening lately is, like, I dropped the kids off at school. And so I'm dropping the kids off at school. And uh, lately he's been giving me a kiss on the cheek. Uh, you know, it's... It wasn't happening all the time, and then all of a sudden, like a couple weeks ago, I drop him off, and I, every time I drop him off, I always tell him, all right, have a great day, I love you, and I always start to remember, Jesus loves you more, be kind, have fun, I'll see you later, you know, um, that's usually what I say when I drop him off, and they usually run out the door, bye dad, bye dad, forget to close the door, and I'm like, hey guys, close the door, right? Um, and they usually run off into school because um, they want to play with their friends before the bell rings. And just out of nowhere, you know, I dropped the kids off and I told the boys, hey, you know, I love you. Have fun. Remember, Jesus loves you more. Be kind to others. And I'll see you later. And Abel's like, all right, Dad, I'll see you later. And Mateo stopped. He turned around and he gave me a kiss on the cheek. And... All of a sudden, it's not every day, but it, it's happening like three, maybe four times a week uh, when I drop them off, you know, and uh, it's made me feel like a thousand bucks. And I like text my wife. I'm like, you know, I don't know where it comes from, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want it to stop. Right. Like, I don't want it to stop. So um, another thing that Mateo did that was actually pretty funny is, like I mentioned, past weekend was Mother's Day. And one of the uh, women in my life that I wanted to celebrate and honor was my grandmother, was my nana. And so me and the boys, we went to the store, we bought some flowers. And this was Saturday. And, you know, I, I told the boys, like, I don't know if we're going to see nana tomorrow. And so maybe we should go drop these off right now. So we went Saturday afternoon. Uh, 
and we dropped them off. You know, it was me, Abel, and Mattel. And my grandma was home. My nana was home. So we went in and we got to catch up a little bit. Now, nana is, you know, an amazing woman and who I love dearly. And as I've shared on this podcast before, uh, my grandfather, her husband, Papa, passed away exactly, well, not exactly, but a year ago. We actually just, uh, you know, celebrated uh, one year. And when I say celebrated, because we know where he's at now. He's in heaven, having the time of his life, eating all the fried tacos that he wants, eating all the desserts that he wants, eating all that stuff that he wants. So we celebrated his homecoming um, just this past week. So uh, Nana, you know, has obviously had um, a hard year. I mean, so think of this, and I didn't, it didn't hit me until she said this, but they, you know, <laughs> they're more married for over 50 years and, uh, about 12 years ago, my grandmother, uh, retired along with my grandfather. So if you think about it, there was a 11 or 12 year period where she says they were inseparable retirement. They were inseparable. They were with each other 24 seven. And so as you can imagine, when you lose your companion, your best friend for that long, like it's going to be a hard time adjusting. So she admitted it's been a little hard. Um, so this is why we wanted to come and give her flowers and and just, hey, we love you. Uh, we knew with Mother's Day coming up this weekend and then Papa's uh, one year coming up in a couple of days after that, it's going to be a difficult week for her. So we want to just go show her some love, you know, so. Abel goes over to this globe that they have in this in their living room, in Nana's living room, and he goes over to the globe. And Abel's like very like curious, like asking tons of questions. He knows like some random facts. There's some facts I think he's making up, but uh, he he he's very curious. He likes to ask questions. He loves anything that has to do with history or. Uh, geography, like science, like he, he's got that mind for that type of stuff. And, uh, you know, so he went over to Nana's globe and started moving it around and asking questions. And Nana's, you know, my grandmother's like, you know, you like this, huh? And he's like, yeah, you know, I've, he was just asking a bunch of questions. And so she went to, she went into another room and that room is where Papa's office used to be. And, uh, she brought back these bookends. In fact, let me go get it right now. Let's see. Okay, I got it. So I brought one. So if you're watching this on video, what's up? Hi, how you doing? Um, so I brought one of them. So she brought two of these out and she's like, oh, it's perfect. Because I had Abel and Mattel and she said, you know, I'll give each to one of you. And these are bookends that my papa had in his office. Papa was the same. He loved geography. He loved world history. He loved history. He loved facts. He loved to study those type of things. And so this is definitely something my grandpa would have in his office. And uh, it was really cool because my grandmother was just kind of sharing with him like, hey, this was papa's and I want to hand it to you guys. I want to give it to you guys. And of course, she got emotional, you know, thinking about something that belonged to their great grandfather is now being handed to them. 
you know, to be honest with you guys, I was a little bit jealous. I was like, what? I would love, I would have loved those. So I told them like, you guys don't take care of these things. I'm taking them back. But for me, um, but, but she got very emotional just thinking about it. And, uh, you know, the kids were just kind of quiet looking at her and she's like, okay, well, I'll be right back. I'm going to go, I have to go dust this off. Right. So she went to go dust it off and I'm going to leave this here now for the rest of the episode. Um, and so she went to go dust them off. And, you know, as she was sharing with the kids, like just how she's giving them something, passing it on, I, I got teary eyed too, you know, like, cause I think that there's a bigger picture there, right? It isn't that just that my grandma's handing down something physical to them, but they're going to be able to look at this and think about him, you know, even though they didn't really get to have a whole lot of memories with my grandfather. Um, but they'll be able to look at this and say, I feel like I know him because he liked this, you know, this is the type of stuff that he likes. And just that just kind of, you know, made me start tearing up too. So when my grandmother went to go dust off these things, Mateo, he asked me a question. And before I let you know what that question is, let me ask you a question. Do you love quality clothing like me? Look, sometimes it's hard because there's so many options, but I got to tell you, you got to check out Barnabas Clothing. Founder Alex Aquino grew up in a family of first-generation immigrants and has an amazing story how he really built this from the ground up. Barnabas Clothing not only looks to push the limits in fashion and design, but it also calls people up to live a life worth imitating. It's God-inspired clothing that uses premium fabrics and craftsmanship. So I got something special just for you guys here today, and it's this. Look, use the code CHOPSHOP at checkout, and you receive 15% off. Plus, when you use this code, you help out the Chop Shop podcast as well. So go to BarnabasClothing.com and use the code CHOPSHOP to get your clothing today. And I just got a shout out to all my people at Barnabas Clothing for sponsoring the podcast. So Mateo looks at me as my grandmother's in the other room dusting off these things. And he's like, I got a question. And I'm like wiping the tears from my eyes. I'm like, yeah. He's like, Nana's crying. I'm like, yeah, Nana's crying. He's like, are you crying? And I'm like, you know, I'm like wiping the tears from my eyes. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm crying too. And he did probably the biggest jerk thing that he could do, but it was also hilarious. <laughs> he looked at me and he started going, <laughs> he started making like a crying noise and then doing the whole like tear thing, like a, you know, like when you're making fun of somebody that's crying, he's like, <laughs> like he took this sweet, precious moment that my grandmother was having with him and, and saw that I was crying and then began to make fun of me. And, uh, I got to tell you guys that at first I was like, I cannot believe this punk. 
And then and then I started th- thinking about it. I'm like, oh my god, this guy is hilarious. I can't. He's he's roasting me right now. He's roasting me at my grandmother's house as my grandmother is handing down something special to them. He's roasting me. He's using this moment to make fun of me. So I wanted to share that story because it kind of shows a little bit of Mattel, his both sides, right? He's cute. He does cute things like gives me kisses when I drop him off, you know, at school. And then he does kind of funny <laughs> jerkish things that make me like, huh? Wait, you're making fun of me? And and he totally got me. He totally roasted me. So, you know, but thinking about like my kids, thinking about Abel, Mateo, and and Dalia too. Um, you know, honestly, guys, this last year, I've really been something has like kind of like, you know, been built up in me to take a long look at me as a dad, as me as a parent, as me as a husband, to take a look at my family and examine what needs to happen, like what what. What do I need to do to be the best husband, to be the best dad that I can be? And I've been on this mission. I got to tell you, I've been on this like personal mission to, okay, I, there's some things I need to start doing to be better in those areas because I, I want to be. I don't want to just kind of coast. I don't want to just kind of like, you know, just, well, my dad was around, you know, type of thing. No, I want my kids to say my dad was involved. My dad loved us. He knew us. He spent time with us. He made mistakes, but he tried his best. We saw that. And I've really been just kind of on a mission to just find ways to like invest in me to help me be better in those areas. One of the things I've done is I joined a dad group and I've shared it on this podcast before. The the dad group's over now. Um, but we were reading the book, uh, dad tired and loving it by, uh, Jared Lopez, I think is his name. Um, great book. And the fact that we had a small group that would discuss the chapters was even better because it was kind of cool. It was like a mastermind. It was like, there was always, you know, every week it wasn't the same guys because some guys would miss and some guys would come, you know, but there was at least like a good five, six of us would always come together every week. And just share experiences, share what we were reading and tie them into what we were experiencing. And then honestly, we had dads that had teenagers, dad that had little infants, dad that had twins, dads that had kids like my age, more like, you know, I mean, Dalia's a baby, right? She's, my goodness, she's 10 months, you guys, that's crazy. Um, but like Abel, Mattel, you know, they're, they're eight and six. So, uh, but we had them all over the spectrum, like, and so to hear stories, it, it, it gives you encouragement because like well it's not just me out here anymore it's not just I don't feel alone in the struggles that I have and that was something really powerful for me to connect with other dads and begin to say you know what I think that I can do this and I want to do this around that same time I got inspired to start the podcast and being able to share my journey and encourage other guys who are fathers to step up in their fatherhood, other guys who are husbands to step up in their marriages, other guys, even if you're not married or dads, step up in life, like begin to prioritize all of those things. So when that season and moment comes for you, you are ready, you're prepared, and you're going to start off way better than I did. 
And that's what this podcast is all about. It's for guys. It's for me to help and encourage, inspire guys to be better dads, better husbands, better men. And ultimately, what encompasses all that is a better follower, better believer of Jesus. So I did the dad group and it was great. It was fantastic. And that ended. And then almost immediately within a week or two, we had a parenting group, small group at our church. And it was on the curriculum parenting on purpose. Um, and it has been amazing. It really has because, and the best part is like, that's not just me. It's me and my wife doing that every week. And it's been, it's been great. Like we've really, have gotten a lot of perspective and vision for what we want our family to look like. And I want to share this one thing, and and this is it, because there's so much in there. If you ever have an opportunity to do the curriculum, Parenting on Purpose, I highly, highly recommend you do it. If you're a mom and dad, do it. Do it together. Talk about it. If you have the opportunity to do it, a small group, jump in and do it, because it's it's really good stuff. But just one idea I wanted to share with you that really stuck out to me that I've just been really thinking about and praying about. And something, honestly, Ruthie and I didn't really like plan because we just didn't have the foresight to do this was creating a culture for your home. You know, if you're a dad, what kind of culture are you setting in your home? What's the culture that you want to set in your family? What do you want to be known for? For us, the Contreras, my wife and my kids, Ruthie and I, we never really talked about that. What do we want to be known for? What do we not want to say, hey, these are the things that we do. This is, a, this is our culture. This is what we do. For example, I have some really good friends of mine, and actually uh, one of them came on the podcast, Lanny Cordova. Shout out to Lanny and his wife, Veronica amazing friends just people that we clicked to like immediately when we met them um but one of the things that i just kind of you know because they always say um culture is taught not or sorry it's caught not taught right like things are caught they're not necessarily taught they're just it's action more that speaks louder than words in this case it was words but but i've, I've seen it consistently in their lives so i'm like this is a real thing i've always heard either of them always affirm their kids with the Cordovas do this. The Cordovas, you know, for example, they've, they say the Cordovas dance and they do, they, they all do. Um, I, I cannot. So I, I, that's not something I can say the Contreras dance. Cause they're like, dad, you don't know how to. And I'm like, I know, but I can dream. I can pretend like I do, you know, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they are affirming their kids and speaking life into them, but also like building a culture for their family. So the idea of what does your home look like? What type of culture do you want to build at home? That's a great question. Ruthie and I have been thinking about that, praying about that. What do we want? What, what type of relationships do we want to have with our kids? What type of relationships do we want our kids to have with God? What type of relationships do we want our kids to have with other people? And what are we doing that's pushing them towards that goal that we want? And what are we doing that's, you know, we're just putting ourselves in the way of those things. 
And for me, it's a lot of me looking inward. Like, hey, dude, like you really got to stop doing this. And you really got to stop doing that. Maybe you need to start practicing this more. Maybe you need to start doing this more, you know. And, you know, I've talked about before just kind of how I've had to deal with patience and my anger and not being angry and learning how to restrain and and be consistent. And these are things that I'm dealing with still. These are things that I'm, these are my battles. These are my struggles. These are the things that I have to like fight within myself. So it's a, it's a, it's real life. Like it's, it's real. Like, but thinking of like, okay, the culture I'm building in my home, what I want my kids to learn, what I want my kids to see, um, what I wanted our family to be known for. You know, I want our family to be known for people who are super friendly and loving towards people. And I feel like we've done things in the past to like, okay, we see evidence of those things, but I want to be like intentional with those things. I want people to think about the Contreras family, our household in particular, and go, they're awesome people. Like they are so kind and help us feel so welcome or help us feel accepted or help us feel like we have a place here. Like, you know, and those are just, that's just one thing, you know? So, but then it comes down to the question, what am I doing to build that culture in my home? So think about that. What do you want your family to be known for? What kind of culture are you building in your home? You know, my grandfather loved history. You know, he and he wanted to be known for being a student, someone who loved to study. And you know what he did? He had books and books and books all over his house. You know, tons of books. Surrounded himself with books. He was building a culture that when he would step into his office, guess what? He's most likely going to read because he has tons of books. So it's also about like what you surround yourself with. But what type of culture are you building? What do you want your family to be known for? Now, if you're not married and don't have kids and like, well, I don't know, this isn't really for me. Yes, it is. It's, guys, what, anything I say, for the most part, like 95% can apply whether you're married or not. It's just, are you willing to accept it or not, right? So in the instance, if you're not married or have kids, you're still building a culture for your life for your home that you are building yes you're not married you don't have kids but you are building your home now the priorities that you have the things that you care about the 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 culture that you're building what you stand for what you believe in what you want to be known for you're beginning to build the foundation of your home the wife the kids will come but it's about the foundation right guys for me i grew up in church all my life and it was great i praise god for it it really, I really do. There were a lot of things I did not have right about my foundation. And I've had to learn the hard way, the hard way, guys, on how to fix those things in the foundation. It's a lot harder to fix the foundation when the home is built. It's a pain in the butt. You know, it's a lot easier to have to just deal with those things before you even start framing up the walls or anything. So, guys, if you're single, if you're not married or have kids, this is your moment. To, to you're building your home. What type of culture 
do you want in your home? What do you want to be known for? You're doing that right now. So, I, and guys, I'm telling you that these type of things that I'm thinking about and been praying about and talking with my wife, like it's all, it's really been, I don't want to say self-discovery. It's not, it's not that it's not no, like, you know, this isn't a, uh, I'm not on a mission for, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, personal improvement, you know, or like, uh, what's, what's the name? The self, um, self-improvement, you know, like, um, something deeper than that. It's, it's really about like what I want to leave behind for my kids. It's about the legacy I'm leaving behind. It's not about me so I can be the best human ever or best human possible or just be a good man. I mean, yes, but it's more than that. It's a spiritual calling that I have in my life to lead my wife and my kids well. If I can't do that, I can't do anything else. And so as I'm like, as I've been like kind of like really like seeking God and he's been showing me these things in my life, like things, other things have been great and happening, you know, but I also understand like, I got to be focused on this. I got to be focused on my home because it's the most important thing. And I, I got to tell you guys that I am extremely excited and I'm so happy. And I've sh- I shared it last week. I'm, I love my life. I'm happy where I'm at. I'm content right now. Cause, uh, Life is good. Life has been crazy. Between T-ball and small groups and and I'm I joined I joined a softball team too like cuz I once I was teaching Mattel T-ball I was like, "Oh, I need to get out on the field cuz I I love I love baseball." So, I joined softball too. So like between just doing all these different things, like I told uh Ruthie the other night we were in bed and I was like, "You know, I know that things are crazy. I know like things are so busy sometimes that we're like kind of frustrated because you know it's causing us to have to like really be on our toes because we have all these things that are happening she's like yeah i'm like but i kind of i kind of love it and she's like i do too you know so it it was kind of funny because we were like yeah life's it's kind of coming fast right now but we're enjoying it and uh, i'm really enjoying you know like i said probably about the last year maybe plus um of me really just investing and putting in time of becoming a better husband and becoming a better dad and so i encourage you guys if you ever have the opportunity to do parenting on purpose do it um if you can't do it right now listen just think about this thought what kind of culture do you want to build in your home whether you're married or not you can start doing that now you can start making those changes now. If you're married, talk with your spouse. What do you want to be known for? What do you want your last name to stand for? What do you want to teach your kids about what you guys believe and and what you do? And if you're single, this is the perfect time. Start prioritizing those things that you want your family to be about. Because I'm telling you guys, if you start doing that now, you're going to end up finding a companion that is just going to fit right into what you're already doing. And then you don't have to like argue and fight and figure out what it is you're doing along the way, you know, like it's kind of already been built in your life and you found somebody that kind of has those same interests. So it's just kind of like, uh, Hey, I'm going this way. Oh, you're going this way too. Well, shoot, let's go together. You know, like it's a lot easier. So, I mean, 
if you're single, this is a perfect time to start building that, prioritizing. What do, what do you want to be known for? What do you want to be about? What do you want to stand for? What what do you want to believe in? You know, what what does your last name, right? Insert last name here. What do you want your last name to be known for? Think about that. Start making decisions now. And trust me, you'll be blessed. And your kids will be blessed. Hey, guys, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. Again, go to BarnabasClothing.com. I'm wearing a shirt here. This one's dope. Um, you know, this this on the back, it says uh, a life worth imitating. I'll put a picture right here. You can see what it says on the back. Really dope shirt pocket in the front. Anyways, guys, look, great clothing. If you use Chop Shop on checkout, you get 15% off. And then also a portion of that comes back to the show, which just comes back into putting into what we got going on here. So check it out. If you see something you like, grab it, use the use the code. If nothing else, you at least got to see some cool shirts and like moved on with your life. So you know, just check it out if you guys want, barnabasclothing.com. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Please let me know in the comments, what is something that you want to be known for? What is something that you want your family to be known for? Let me know in the comments. I love you guys. Until next time, peace out.